Hey there, and welcome to Everyday Awesome, a podcast featuring dynamic discussions with interesting, innovative, and inspiring people from all walks of life. I'm your host, Trisha G., and I'm excited and grateful you are here. I was that kid who pretended to interview people using a paper towel tube microphone, and I had a great time doing that. And today I'm having an even better time taking that playful reporter style passion to a real mic to bring you fun and enlightened conversations with amazing people doing awesome things. People who are game changers, inspiring themselves and others, never letting adversity stop them, impacting the world around them, and having a blast on the journey of this thing that we all call life. You may be wondering why listen to this podcast and who the heck is Trisha G? (laughs) Well, I love learning and connecting, and my background as a teacher, therapist, endurance cyclist, coach, and nonprofit leader have guided me to create this podcast for you. In each episode, my guests will be sharing nuggets of successful strategies, tips, and inspiration to lift your spirits, ignite your soul, and elevate your day. Stick around, hit play, and together, let's make every day awesome. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Awesome Today. Thank you for being here with me and tuning in for the interesting and inspiring discussions with my guests. I am enjoying getting to know the amazing and awesome people who join you and I in these episodes, sharing not only their passions and their knowledge and their expertise, but they also share with us who they are and what makes them tick. And I always find that so fascinating. People in general are fascinating for sure, and very inspiring when you really take the time to listen and hear what they want to share. And I find people to be inspiring and fascinating and interesting in so many different ways that we never know where these conversations and discussions on this podcast are going to lead us and how they may even transform our lives. So today, our discussion is with an expert in the areas of health and healing. She is often called the first lady of nutrition. I invited my guest today to be on Everyday Awesome because she is a game changer for several decades now in the area of health nutrition, and helping our bodies be the best they can be as we build up a strong immune system to fight off disease, viruses, toxins, and more. Every day we are aging, and as we all know, (laughs) the quality of our health and how we feel directly influences and impacts the quality of our life, the quality of our minute, our day, our week, our year, and overall life. My guest views aging as a privilege, and she teaches us how to age with resilience, vitality, and grace at all ages. My guest today is Anne Louise Gittleman, a trend-setting pioneer in the health and healing arena. She holds a Master's of Science in Nutrition Education from Columbia University, the title of Certified Nutrition Specialist from the American College of Nutrition, and a PhD in Holistic Nutrition. The award-winning author of more than 35 books, oh my gosh, that's amazing, including several New York Times bestsellers, Gittleman has also served as the Chief Nutritionist of the Pediatric Clinic at Bellevue Hospital and is the former Director of Nutrition at the Pritikin Longevity Center in Santa Monica, California. She is highly respected as an international leader in diet, nutrition, and the environment. And her latest book, which we're going to talk about today, is Radical Longevity, the powerful plan to sharpen your brain 
strengthen your body, and reverse the symptoms of aging. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Who doesn't want to do that? Anne Louise has written a game-changing new book, which is an outside-the-box guide to conquering the most unexpected root causes of aging, many of which are hiding in our own homes. She presents the seven new radical rules for extending your youth span and introduces you to a new view of aging, one that defies conventional wisdom and redefines the aging process with resilience, vitality, and grace to be released on May 11th. So just about a month away, we can get our hands on this guide that will change our lives and change the way that we not only view aging, but the way that we age. So buckle up (laughs) and get ready for an amazing conversation with Anne Louise Gittleman. Well, welcome Anne Louise to Everyday Awesome. It's such a treat to have you. And it's awesome to be with you today, my dear. (laughs) It is awesome, isn't it? I love that word. Well, Anne-Louise, your career in nutrition and as an author has spanned decades. And I was wondering, did you grow up knowing that you wanted to become a health and nutrition expert? (laughs) Or did how did this, this field that you're so clearly passionate about become your career path? What a great question. And no, I didn't know I was going to be a nutrition and health author, leader, nutritional expert at all. I was a nutrition advocate just because I overheard a conversation when I was a sophomore at Connecticut College about Adele Davis and realized that you could do everything health-wise to prevent aging and degeneration. And I became a real advocate. And that was, I was, I guess I was a sophomore at Connecticut College read every book I could on nutrition, and then went back to school. So I had no concept. I wanted to be a lawyer. Can you imagine? (gasps) Wow, that's a very different career path. Very different, because I really have this sense of justice and really helping the underdog, which I guess is something that I do in terms of nutrition now, helping those that have no other path to follow. That's true. And I forget about that with the legal field, that it most people do start off going into that because they want to help the underdog or they want to make life better for so many. So that is, I, for, I just don't always think of it that way. So thank you for reminding me. <laughs> that that well, is why just, most attorneys just, do it. <laughs> you just reminded me and, I, and now I'm in a position of really shedding a light on areas that people don't look at when it comes to aging, autoimmune illnesses and all the toxicity that's in the environment, because I think there's an underlying cause to everything that we experience. I think there's a cause and effect. The problem that I think is going on is that we're not looking in the right places. Oh, interesting. Well, I think, so when we start talking about your new book, I have a feeling we're going to delve into some of those places that you just referred to. We're going to shine a light where the light isn't readily available. God willing. Yes, indeed. Well, like my grandmother says, God willing and the creeks don't rise. That's exactly (laughs) what my grandmother used to say. (laughs) I know. I love that. I love her things. Well, so was there any other career that you ever dreamed besides being an attorney? Was there something as a kid that you thought, oh, my God, I would love to be that? I wanted to be a go-go dancer and a backup singer. Oh! So you're listening to Julie Andrews, and I'll, I'll, <laughs> any moment now I'll disperse into song. No, I, I loved music, so musical comedy was a real passion of mine. And then just listening to that co-ed discussion when I was a sophomore in high school just changed my passion forever. And then I studied with a woman that was an 84-year-old guru when I was 25, and she really forged my path. Oh, what was her name? Dr. Hazel Parcells. 
She flew very much under the radar, I must admit, but she was known as a nutritional advocate and the first lady of nutrition in her own right in her day and time. And I studied with her till the age of 106 when she died with all of her senses intact. So she gave me a vision of aging, which I, to this day I hold dear, near and dear to my heart, that you don't have to you don't have to live to the and extend the period of dying, but you can extend the period of your youth span. Your youth span. I love that. Well, many consider you to be a pioneer in the field of nutrition, health, wellness, weight loss, detoxing, and overall healthy aging. In fact, in researching you for our discussion today, I came across numerous professionals and medical doctors who describe being honored to call you their peer who view you as a pioneer ahead of the times from very early on in your career. And you've been referred to as a health influencer. And well, they're Dr. so kind. They're so kind. But that's because <laughs> of doctor. That's because of the age of 25. I worked with a nutritional guru. I worked with Dr. Parcells, who was 50 years ahead of her time. And all of the teachings that I learned then at the age of 25 are holding true today. Can you believe that? You know, I, I can believe that. I think there's a lot. I mean, I think it's it's surprising to many of us, but when you look at historically some of the the knowledge that and the the viewpoints that were 50 years ago, 100 years ago, they all kind of come down to some core practices, some core understanding of our body and nutrition and what really helps us to to age well. And so I'm not I'm not surprised that there's probably some core things that carry over time. And I, in fact, this reminds me of uh, Dr. Jacob, uh, I think it's Teitelbaum. Yes, my dear friend, from Fatigue to Fantastic. He's a physician, researcher, and author, and he wrote this about you. He said, Anne Louise is a powerful force of nature in the healing community, and she is used to being on the cutting edge. If you want to see what experts will be saying in 25 years, just simply see what she's saying now. <laughs> that speaks to longevity, uh, what you know and what you understand. How does that feel to hear peers talking about you like that? I'm honored. I'm honored. But then again, I sat at the feet of a master. So I, I give all the credit to my teacher, Dr. Hazel Parcell. May she rest in peace and, and look down upon us with a lot of grace and blessings. Hearing you talk about her, I wish I'd had the opportunity to know her. Well, everything she, everything she said so many years ago is really coming true today. She never chased after symptoms. She always wanted to know what the root cause was, whether it was parasites, whether it was radiation, whether it was mold, whether it was heavy metals. There was always something that really accumulated in the system that we needed to clean out and clear out. So if you do that as you get older, you'll never grow old. You just preserve your, your longevity and you'll preserve your, your, your youth span, which is really what my book Radical longevity is all about. It's a testimony to what I learned from this great woman. Oh, that's you know that's amazing. And what you just said, I think, is is a very key point in our life and and in healthcare today. Is often with our system, physicians are, they're not given enough time necessarily to really to spend with patients to try to find the underlying cause, like you're referring to. There's more of a focus on putting a band aid, and a band aid is often pharmaceuticals. And then you're dealing with the side effects of the pharmaceuticals. So it may mask some symptoms, but then you're dealing with the side effects of the pharmaceuticals and you don't really know the underlying cause and it's just a loop. Exactly. And that can be the same thing in the, in the uh, naturopathic field where we have a lot of green allopaths that do the same thing with herbs. So I'm a big believer in looking beneath or taking away the veil. What is that expression? Peeling away the onion. 
<laughs> yes, we have to peel away the layers of the onion. And I'm going to get into your book in just a second, because I think that in your new book, you do a lot of that. And I, I'm so excited. Where, you know, for, for me, and I'm speaking, I'm asking you these questions for the listener and for a lot of people in my life that I connect with, where we're, you know, what I consider kind of your average American citizen. You know, we're not specialists, we're not researchers, we're not in healthcare. And what we find is that during this time and age, information is prolific. Mm. It, you're getting information on your social media, you're getting it on the news, you get information in magazines and print and videos, and from many different experts with completely different viewpoints. And so I find, I think it's, it's hard to know where do you look for truly accurate information to help our decisions around health and wellness. And so I wanted to ask you, where do you look to find accurate, cutting-edge, trustworthy research and data that informs your transformational and popular programs and books? Any guidance? I, yeah, there, there is guidance. I subscribe to a newsletter from Health Science Institute from Glenn Rothfeld, who is a very balanced, integrative medical doctor. I think he balances the clinical and the integrative and alternative. And I get a very good overview of the cutting edge, most, most urgent issues of the day, but get a, a viewpoint that I think is very palatable. So Glenn Rothfeld is one of my heroes. It's a name you're not very familiar with because he's not out there the way he should be, but I adore what he has to say. That's number one. Number two, I go to Green Med Info to kind of check out everything they say. And I like Robert F. Kennedy, what he is unearthing with child, Children's Health Defense. He's got a website that's very up to the minute, and I think he's putting a light on issues that are not very popular, but very, very important for people to be aware of. So those would be the three I would go to, Glenn Rothfeld. Green Med Info, and Children's Health Defense. That is very helpful. Thank you for that. And I'm going to put those links in the show notes for you, the listener, to check those out. And that's very helpful. There seems to be a lot of important cutting-edge information that is, what's the word for that when it's kept from us? (laughs) It's hiding in plain sight is what's going on here because it's very confusing. And I'm so glad that I came up when I did and had teachers in the 60s and 70s that kind of forged my path and shed a light on the, the the viewpoints that I'm very passionate about today because I wouldn't know where to look either. Yes, but uh, the word I was uh, searching for is censored. So it seems like there's... Censorship is alive and well. Yes, indeed. And it's a, it's a crying shame, isn't it? It is. It is. And it, it's, um, it just makes it hard to know what to do and where to look. Because who knows who's, because who knows who's checking the fact checkers is my question. Well, do you remember how it used to be with anything that was in media or newsprint? You had to check your sources. And if you did not have double checking of your sources, it did not go to print. It did not go to to live video. It didn't go anywhere if you did not have proof. No, and now today there's there are anonymous sources and we have no idea where the information is coming from or where it's made up from. So you've got to be very critical. Approach everything with a critical eye and a critical ear. Absolutely. And you know, your new book, Radical Longevity, is full of life-changing information that provides, it's a guidebook, like a blueprint for us all to view aging differently and to embrace aging, which I don't really think to embrace it, to be honest, (laughs) but it's to embrace it with resilience, vitality, and grace. And guts, and guts and grit. Oh, guts and grit, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I love those two words. <laughs> As my grandma said, you know, aging is, there's, it's a. Uh, it's not for sissies is what my mother used to say. It's not for sissies. And she'll say that it doesn't pay to age. There's no money in it. 
<laughs> she's she's right. And so we don't believe in aging, do we? No, and I like your new your your new viewpoint, the new attitude on it, where in your book you're it casts a big and bold new vision of aging that will give us freedom. And who doesn't want freedom from accepting the limitations that growing older once meant? Yes, indeed. Or once meant. It's changed uh, looking look more youthful feel more agile, and think more clearly, which I love, as we enter the radical new era of healthy aging. Yes, indeed. That's that's kind of the overarching message of the book. You got that straight. That's wonderful. And the other thing, too, that I like, and you tell me what you think about this, is I truly believe that aging is a privilege, and it's a privilege that's denied to far too many. So it's a blessing that we need to be grateful for as we're living in this most interesting day and time. Well, you know, I think that that is a brilliant reframe on how to look at the fact, because if you're aging, you're still alive. Yes. Right? And my grandmother, again, you know, she's 91, so I, she says a lot of meaningful things. And she talks a lot about, if I wake up and I can get out of bed, it's a good day. It's basically, I'm alive. And that, for her, is incredibly meaningful. And you're right. Aging is something that we should look at as something a privilege. that... A privilege. and that we're grateful for. So I love that. And I'm, I'm curious, your book, I'd love to hear more about your new book. It includes seven new rules and a power plan. And I'm curious, what inspired you to write this book and particularly the timing of this book? You know, such a good question. I've written about everything else. I've written about diet. I've written about detox. I've written about the environment. I've written about beauty. And, you know, I'm getting older. So it was enlightened self-interest that really propelled me. I'm in my 70s and this is time to cast that bold new vision. We We can't go down without swinging. We can't go down without really preserving our health span and living longer, living more vital and living into the age in which we can live the best years of our life. And that's really what my wish is for everyone. Yes. And so your this book right now is a book. It's almost like you wrote the book for, for yourself. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it's for me. That I'm, I'm sharing it with all of you. Yes, indeed. Oh, well, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful way to share a gift. If, you, if you're going to do it, give a gift to yourself and you share it. That's just even better to share a gift. Well, thank you so much. you highlight a key point in your book that you refer to as a paradigm shift in which your biology is not your biography. And this, this to me was quite powerful. And by utilizing epigenetics to slow and reverse many of the most worrisome aging conditions, you can preserve, we can preserve our youth span and enhance our immunity, heart, brain, muscles, joint, skin, and hair. Yes, it's, it's, it's by plugging in the deficiencies of the vitamins, the minerals, the amino acids, the essential fatty acids, by detoxing the accumulated toxic load over a lifetime. I think you can change your destiny, your biological destiny. You know, your DNA is not your destiny. Your DNA may load the gun, but the environment pulls the trigger. And so if we change the environment, you're changing the outcome. And I should know better than anyone because I have three out of four detox pathways blocked. So if I'm doing something right, everybody else will be following suit because I'm like the canary in the cold mine, Tricia. <laughs> well, thank God you are. Thank, I mean, for us, because we, we get to benefit from you being the canary. It almost sounds too good to be true, to be able to reverse. Is this at any age or is this something we need to start when we're younger? Well, let me tell you this that I learned from writing the book. You know, Alzheimer's is the most dreaded disease we have. People can 
feel they can lose their independence, but losing their mind is very frightening to baby boomers. And so I think that after noting, knowing that you start exhibiting signs of Alzheimer's 40 years before it begins, you should start immediately. That was the biggest aha moment for me. 40 years before we actually have an onset of Alzheimer's, we're having symptoms? They may not be noticeable symptoms, but they're changes that happen in the neurofibrillary tangles in the uh, beta amyloid plaques. You start, you start stockpiling those elements in your system, which are hallmarks of Alzheimer's. So the sooner you start, the better you'll be. That's why everybody needs this book. Yeah, that, that's a bit frightening to know that. And I don't think most people know that. I worked in the field of Alzheimer's 20 years ago when most people didn't even know the term Alzheimer's and uh, managed a home for people with Alzheimer's and worked in magnetic resonance imaging and research. And Oh, bless your heart. Oh, it was so hard. It was so hard. I mean, seeing people go through that change. And I think some of the hardest work was seeing people when they were early, in the early stages, and they knew they were changing. And that just was heartbreaking. But to know that 40 years ahead, so right now, I mean, this would be, I could start having symptoms now. I mean, I'm in my Or they're changing. You may not even exhibit the changes because they're so slow and so microscopic, but the changes start at least 40 years ahead of time. And you know, what's fascinating to me is that I believe there's no scan. I think you still only diagnose it on autopsy. So I don't know that there's still a scan where we can see those changes just yet. You, know, you can't. No, you're 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 absolutely right about that. But what we do know is you can change the outcome if you know what to do, and that's why I wrote that chapter on the brain. And I think what's so what's so important is that there are many ways that you can keep the neurofibrillary tangles from growing, and you can break apart the beta amyloid plaques by making sure that your body does not stockpile two minerals that are misbehaving. That's where the iron and the copper come into play. So tell us more about that, you know, because this almost sounds too good to be true. And I, it also sounds incredibly empowering to know that we have more control over our health and wellness than we may have realized. I mean, I didn't realize that I'd had this much control over my health and wellness, wellness and longevity of my brain function with Alzheimer's. Tell us a bit more about this paradigm shift and what you're referring to, some of the things that would be helpful for us to know and maybe even implement. Well, when I was writing the book, I was approached by a gentleman, Dr. George Brewer, who's a University of Michigan professor in um, genetics. And he wanted me to participate in a double-blind study on copper because he believed that the implementation of copper water pipes in the beginning of the 20th century was the beginning of Alzheimer's disease. And he's got all kinds of graphs in his double-blind placebo-controlled studies to actually prove that. And he wanted to make sure that I was part of the study to ensure that people were not taking supplements with added copper or they were drinking water from copper water pipes because he believed that that copper, which is divalent copper, stockpiles in the brain and creates Alzheimer's. So a lot of that information is in the books. What I can tell you that's exceedingly important was a real aha moment for me was to note that you could use a simple water filter on your, on your tap to prevent the copper from coming through in the, the copper water pipes into your home if you have copper water pipes, which two-thirds of the American public does, and that you search through your vitamins and minerals to make sure you're not getting any added copper. That is absolutely fascinating. And something so simple that could... Simple, comp- so simple. And when he approached me, I couldn't do the study because I was working on the book, but I decided I had to put his information. He's written all kinds of things that are out there. And if you just Google George Brewer, you'll see how simplistic and elegant his his assumptions are. And it could just save your life and certainly save your brain. 
<laughs> I think anything that could save your life and your brain is definitely something we want to be doing. And it, it, it's, it's worth simple, exploring. Exactly. It's a simple water filter. They're water filtration systems like reverse osmosis that block copper. So you want to block the, the accumulation of this copper, which he calls copper too. It's inorganic divalent copper. It's not the copper you get in your foods like chocolate and tea and avocados, which are so healthy. This is copper that doesn't go through the liver, but goes directly to the brain because the evolutionary process is not involved. It's not evolved to the point in which you can detoxified and eliminated so it stockpiles in the brain very interesting stuff i would insist that everybody just read dr george brewer's work and i certainly reference that in radical longevity is this a is this simple water filter something we can get on amazon or at the hardware store i mean where it's that simple it's, it's simple. If you know that your water is coming from copper water pipes, yes, and you can check a water quality report online to see how much copper is in your water. I give you the levels that are considered to be optimally healthy. Yeah, it's reverse osmosis. It's simple. And just make sure you have copper-free supplements. Yeah, absolutely. This is this easy is, peasy stuff. Yeah, but Anne Louise, this is incredible. And this is so exciting to know that there are going to be very affordable and easy ways for us to be completely changing our lives and our future, our future selves. Our future health. You're absolutely right. And saving our brain and our precious memories. Oh, and our brain. I mean, I work in the field of brain health and, you know, you only get one. <laughs> you only get one brain. <laughs> so really it wanna... It's so true. That, that was, you know, when you talk about aha moments, I mean, it was so serendipitous that this fellow out of nowhere says, I've seen your work in copper because I've always talked about being a copperhead. I had high copper in all my blood tests and my hair tests, my urine tests, but I didn't know the difference between divalent and monovalent copper. And he explained that to me and what, what goes where and what is, what's stockpiled in your brain. So there's simple dietary measures and environmental tweaks that you can make to really prevent that from occurring. It's so simplistic and so elegant that I felt I needed to write about it in the book. And then, of course, there's the, the Cinderella mineral that I talk about as well, which is the lithium, which is almost magical as well. So they're just some simplistic things that you can do that are not expensive, that anybody can afford, that'll start giving you protection for your precious neurons. And I imagine that in your book, you will also help guide us to where we can find these princess <laughs> minerals and, and vitamins and everything. Cinderella. There's a wonderful table at the end of the book where we talk about all the different rules of radical longevity, what the different tests are, the environmental tests that you should be taking, what the levels are if you're taking a laboratory test, where you can get these particular vitamins, minerals, and essential fatty acids, and what the amounts and optimal dosages are. So I don't leave everybody, anybody hanging. So that, and that I've learned over the past 40 years, and certainly with the new research that's come in about lithium and copper, I think it's incredibly helpful and incredibly simplistic and easy to implement in your everyday life. And that's, what, that's what's important. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars on stem cells, PRP, or any kind of plastic surgery. You can do things in your lifestyle that'll prevent any of these degenerative diseases from taking hold. Yeah, and you've really helped us tremendously by putting a table in the back and giving some of the resources of where we can go. Because what happens, I find often, is I'll come across information that can be transformative. And if it's not easy or I'm not directed to the right place quickly, you end up sidetracked 
in your life with other things and you don't always end up getting there. So here we read your book and then at the end, we know exactly where to go and what to do. Well, you know, I'm from the East Coast originally, so I'm kind of no nonsense, straight from the hip. What you see is what you get and this is what you need. And it's black, pretty black and white. I love that. I love straight from the hip. <laughs> I always do. I just find it. It's so refreshing. And it's, you know, then you just know, you know what somebody thinks, you know what you're dealing with. It's just, I, I, I like that. It's kind of the no BS approach. That I, I, at this age and stage of life, that's, that's how I view everything. You know, at 72 years old, I'll be 72 in June. I just figure I have to just tell my truth. It may not be somebody else's truth, but it's my truth. And I have a lot of experience and education and research. I've seen a lot of people. I kind of know what works. And I'm very intuitive, by the way. So I have a good sixth sense. I think that the sixth sense really helps so many people in the healing and kind of medical nutrition industries. Because when you work with people, there's an energy exchange and everybody's different. Our bodies don't react the same way to everything. So to have that intuitive sixth sense makes you, I would imagine, even more successful than you would be if you didn't pay attention to that. I think so. It's kind of a gift. It used to be a little bit more. I wouldn't consider it a gift, but I consider it a gift now in this day and age. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you also address in your new book how we can release a lifetime, and this blew my mind, of accumulated toxins. (laughs) A lifetime. Well, that's what aging is. is We're into toxic waste dumps. The longer we're on the planet, the more we accumulate. So you've got to start releasing these things in a very targeted, you know, one step ahead of the other manner. And I try to do that within my seven rules and the different targeted plants that we have in the body. And you've got to also address the deficiencies. That's what aging is all about. Well, and the fact that we can release them is what was inspiring to me that I think, you know, a lot of times we've, We've heard that as you get older, what you've done is done and you're not necessarily going to be able to reverse or release. And you not talk so, about- not so, not so. That's, that's false. Yeah, that's so good. That's another aha moment, certainly with the use of the signaling molecules. And the, the idea is this that I learned from writing the book. It's not the, the fact that you're accumulating the toxins. It's that you're not releasing them because we're all going to be exposed. You just have to have better detoxification methods to release, whether that's sweating 20 minutes a day in an infrared sauna, whether that's taking a chelating device or certain minerals that can chelate the toxic elements. So it's what you're excreting that's the key. Some of us are not natural excretors, so we need a little help, whether it's colonics, coffee enemas, or better infrared saunas. So you got to know a little bit about your genetics to know what your detox methodology is. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. That we can, we can release and that we can always be getting healthier and healthier no matter our age, no matter what our lifestyle. And like you said, we can't avoid being exposed to toxicity. It's around us all the time. So you can't avoid the exposure, but what you can do is have certain lifestyle and procedures that you have in your life that will help you to release toxins so they don't build up. No, that's what the key is. It's very simple, very simple and very elegant. That's why I take charcoal with me whenever I go out to eat. I charcoaled, I put a lot of char dust on my food because it's a marvelous, inexpensive chelator of bacteria, parasites, and other toxins. That is so interesting. I've been, I've heard a bit about charcoal, but I didn't think of it in those terms to carry it with you and to be using it in the moment. 
I do that when I'm not sure of the food that I'm eating. It's kind of the all-American binder. It's so good for food poisoning. It's protective against some of the heavy metals as well. So char dust, charcoal, inexpensive, cheap, activated charcoal. You can get it at the pharmacy. You get it at the drugstore. Absolutely. I'm going to pick some up. <laughs> Actually, I'll pick some up today after we have this. After episode. we speak. <laughs> no, it's, it's, so, it's so easy and it works so well. You can even brush your teeth with it. It'll widen your teeth. I had a some sort of episode a few months back and my doctor just decided he thinks that it was food poisoning, but I really could have used the charcoal because that was an incredibly painful experience. Well, you may still have some residue of some bacteria, so I would still use it. Usually two a day takes food poisoning away. Mm, that is so wonderful. So you've just shared a few of the lifestyle tweaks and targeted foods or tweaks that we can do. What are some of the targeted foods that you talk about? in your book that we can, we can start bringing into our diet? Well, I like the three Bs. I like blueberries because of the high antioxidants, so good for the brain, so easy to in, incorporate into a daily smoothie. I like beets because of the betaine. And I also like broccoli. I like broccoli seeds and broccoli stalks and broccoli sprouts, high in sulforaphane, which is a major detoxifier in phase two liver detoxification. So all those things are very important. I call it the three Bs for the brain. I am also a big believer in the use of lemon and water first thing in the morning and a very high organically sound coffee that's mold-free. I think that's a natural source of polyphenols and antioxidants that's very popular. So if you're going to be drinking coffee or tea, just make sure that they're triple tested for toxins and environmental pollutants and that they're both mold-free. That's the real key. I love that you're saying to have coffee. (laughs) You know, and I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not a coffee drinker, but all the research is so compelling about how healthy coffee is for the brain and for the liver and for the colon. If you get the highest source coffee that that is the purest on the planet, the one that I recommend is the Purity Coffee in the book, because I found that it tests the the, the best. It has the highest level of antioxidants, mold-free. Then if you're going to drink something, just make sure it's the best, most pure source you can find. That's exactly one of them. Oh, this is very exciting. I was I was afraid you were going to say no coffee or no chocolate or <laughs> No, no, I I'm, I'm a realist. You know, I used to be very um extreme in my younger day, but I'm very much a realist. I don't believe in deprivation at all. I just want you to get a better source, a higher cut of food. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and I know our listener will want to know the number one brain aging hazard that you've identified that's hiding in our home. And that we may just have to, I know we may just have to wait for your book to find out, but can you give us a clue what that might be? You and I talked about it already. It's what's coming through in your water. Ah. It's the copper water pipes. Okay, great. Well, thank you for that. And you mentioned in your book how common household items might be aging us, like our Wi-Fi, which is very concerning given our lives can't function at this point, especially during COVID and shelter in place, our lives, we can't function without Wi-Fi anymore. Uh, no, but you just have to shut it off at night. Again, I'm being very real. You just want to limit your exposure. So that means shutting it off. I guess de- disabling the router at night is number one. See if you can ground yourself at night, number two. And don't have electronics in the bedroom, number three. They're very simplistic things you can do to regenerate and rejuvenate yourself during the evening. And that's what every single one of us should be doing. You know, absolutely. I've heard that before and I'm horrible. I do have my cell phone usually right next, not too far from my head. Not good, my dear. If there's nothing else that you gleaned from this wonderful podcast is that get that cell phone out of your bedroom. 
Absolutely. I will. I will do that. And I use it as my alarm clock, but I will not do that. And anymore. I wrote a book about how you shouldn't be doing that. I have to send you that book called Zap, which is a precursor to the EMF chapter in radical longevity. That's not good. So these are easy peasy things you can do, especially at night when you want to regenerate and rejuvenate. See, the EMFs kill melatonin and you need melatonin for longevity. Well, in melatonin, uh, you have that in your book as one of the daily things that we should be taking. And I think that might be the first time I had heard that. Yeah, it's the highest antioxidant rich hormone in the body. And it actually helps with the glutathione and, and it helps with other antioxidants. So, so we don't want to kill the melatonin. I, I don't know how you sleep, but you'll sleep much more soundly if you get rid of that cell phone near your head. Well, <laughs> Isn't this, I, I don't mean to lecture you, but you must do that. We want you around for a great many years. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't feel like you're nagging me at all. I feel like you're just saying, Hey, <laughs> and I will write you and I will tell you how, how much better my sleep is. I will let you know. How do you sleep is my question. Cause that of course is a sign of healthy longevity. Okay. Well, that's good. It, I'm glad that you asked. I, uh, I have a little bit of trouble falling asleep sometimes. And then I wake up, I almost always wake up lately, maybe for a while at three. My time too. You and I could call each other. That's what I, I wake up. <laughs> what is that? It's like the witching hours. It's literally. That's what I tell people. It feels like it's, I feel like they're tweaking the cell phone towers or something. Something goes off and then I'm wide awake. And then sometimes I can't fall back to sleep. Sometimes it's, it's really an adrenal push that happens at that hour. It's a cortisol dip or a cortisol peak. And you know what I do that I find very helpful because I've written about it before. I take a little salt. I take a little salt or baking soda and it seems to tamp down the acidity in my system and I fall back to sleep. I've been doing that lately since I've been on tour. So making sure that you're not overly acidic at night is exceedingly important. And you can get that way if you're sleeping near your cell phone, P.S. <laughs> that might be what's going on. And you, you just take, so if you have a little tray of salt by your bed, so if you wake up at three, we can just Take a I'm not kidding. It works like a charm. I tried it last night. It's a quarter teaspoon. I, I take a little baking soda. It's a quarter teaspoon. I put it in a little bit of water. And then within three minutes, I'm back to sleep again. And it just calms the, the mind. It's like the hand of God comes down on your head. Oh, I, I would like the hand of God to come down on my head <laughs> when I'm sleeping. And what you're recommending is so healthy there it's not the sleeping you know sleeping aid from Costco that I've tried here that works like wonders but then I wake up feeling like I'd been on a bender but I didn't have the fun of the party I just feel like I went to the party all night and the the chemicals and the medications this is something so natural that supports our body and also gives us the restful sleep we need it really does because we can become overly acidic by eating the wrong kind of foods, number one. Number two, just by our minds being overly active. And certainly with what I, I, I'm doing now in promoting a book, I'm thinking of all kinds of things, you know, unconsciously. But it works like a charm. It's an old-fashioned remedy that I learned from Dr. Hazel Parcells. You know, and you mentioned lemon water and you know, it reminds me of, I think it's Anthony Williams. Oh, my dear friend, the medical medium. The medical medium. Yes, I stumbled upon him, I guess, last July. So almost a year. And I have done his nine-day cleanse twice, twice in the, since then. And I felt amazing. And I now have lemon water every single morning and the uh, liver cleanse smoothie. I have it every single morning for like nine months now. 
Well, I've written about lemon and water for about 30 years. So lemon and water is here to stay as well as a little bit of celery juice. So I still certainly salute everything he said. What I don't necessarily agree with is that is that virus is at the core of everything. I think it's one of the many multi-factors that are affecting us, but you have to get rid of the worms, the heavy metals, and the EMF. Absolutely. So it sounds like it's the combination of the releasing what we're exposed to and building up our immune system at the same time so that we can then release but also fight off viruses. You know, and one thing that you even talked about in the book was having a, a humidifier in the areas that you spend the most time and that I did not know this, that the humidifier could actually prevent virus from taking root in your system. It's a preventative against respiratory illness. Isn't that and, and something? COVID it is respiratory. I know it was a Harvard study and they looked at all the elements that were preventative against virus and it wasn't the vitamin D, it wasn't washing your hands, it wasn't anything but the use of a humidifier. 40 to 60% humidity in the house is what you want. I mean, that's simple too. Of course, it's got to be simple. People won't do it if it's not simple. But it's also, yes, absolutely. We are, that is how we are as humans. It's true. And what, but it also makes it accessible to most people to live their life this way, to have healthy aging, because everything that you're talking about in your book is something that we can easily and affordably access. And so it crosses all barriers. Well, that's that's why I wrote the book. You know, I was looking at, should I talk about all the cutting edge technology that's a fortune? And I write a little bit about that at the end of the book, but mostly it's the lifestyle tweaks and what you can do to make your, your food selections more healthy and your lifestyle practices more healthy. And I, I think everybody can afford to do things like this. I mean, you're, you're paying it forward to your future health. Let's put it that way. I know. I have a friend, he was on my podcast and he talked about, going after your dreams and doing things now without waiting because thinking about what your future self, how your future self will thank you. How would you yes. for your future self? He talks about that. And he calls it, he coined the term soul procrastination when you're procrastinating. Oh, you would love him. Procrastinating your soul's purpose. Who is this gentleman? His name is Ian Griffith. And he's episode number five, I believe if you want to check it out. But he has uh, mastermind groups. He does coaching. He's also a, a tech. He's in tech, in corporate, corporate tech. And he has just this passion for wanting to help people change their lives and realizing that, you know, you don't want to wait to go after your dreams. And you're just soul procrastinating if you put, put off your soul's purpose, which, and Louise, you obviously have not done. You have not put off your soul purpose. No, that the stop procrastination tapes are still playing in my mind. I used to listen to them in the 1970s and they're still playing automatically in my mind. So every time I finished a book, I've done 37 books. I, I said to myself, what's the next book? And, you know, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of uh, dedication and commitment to do books, but that's what I was motivated to do. And after this book, I'm just thinking to myself, how am I going to reinvent myself after just writing my last book, Radical Longevity? And that's what's kind of up for me. It's like, what, what is the next step? Is it teaching? Is it storytelling? What's the next step to kind of enlighten people to share the path that I have followed all these years? That is beautiful. In fact, that is a question I have for you. Is I read your script. <laughs> There's you that, that sixth sense. The sixth sense is working. <laughs> I was just going to say that <laughs> you have this intuitive sense, but that is a, a question that was coming is what is next. And you know, one of the things that I think about that doesn't necessarily mean it's next for you, but I think is super important is that we start to 
trickle down this type of education and knowledge to our children. And so that we, in our school systems, we start teaching at a very young age things about getting in touch with your soul, getting in touch with what you're passionate about, how the healthy ways of living and eating and exercise and play. And I just feel like we've taken that, we've left that to parents to do pretty much. And not everybody has the time or, or really wanting or the knowledge to do that as parents. So I think one of the things could be, like you're saying, storytelling or teaching and having, having that trickle down. There's many ways you can agree. So agree. And I'm not sure that books are the best way to convey that information anymore. That's what I'm kind of toying with. You have a podcast as well. Yes. And it's lots of fun. I get to interview all my friends over the past 40 years, find out what they're up to and learn. (laughs) But that's that's been a kind of labor of love. Oh, well, yes. Podcasting is a labor of love, isn't it? <laughs> Indeed. How long have you been doing your podcast? I am pretty new. I've been doing it just about five months and it's a labor of love. I'm doing it because I, I just wanted to have these amazing conversations and bring knowledge and information and, and inspiration to people. But you're so well prepared. I have to congratulate you. You know, all the right questions to ask. Oh, thank you. Well, part of it, it's it's very you know, it comes very naturally. This is just something that I well, think. Well, you're very gifted then, my dear. Oh, thank you. Now that is high praise. I'm taking that as high praise from Anne Louise Gittleman. <laughs> it, 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 indeed it is. Because you do, you're on many podcasts every day. Every day. Yeah, yes, these days. Yes, indeed. Because we've got a book to get out there. But yes, indeed. And you know, there's different ways of presenting your message. And I love the questions that you asked me because nobody has asked me quite these same type of questions. And this is the first time I've really told people that I have a sixth sense. (laughs) Well, I'm glad it came out on my show because I feel that's something I'm completely open to. And I'm sure most of my listeners will be as well. And they probably feel similar. I know that we're going to, we're coming out of time. And I wanted to make sure that I ask you a couple of questions as we wrap up. So I like to leave listeners with three, ideally three, because it's just an easy number. And it's three as a in numerology, it's a really good number, actually. Three key actionable takeaways that they can implement when they hit stop on this episode that they can just start doing in their lives that will support their goal to step up and be their best selves as they age. And so you mentioned three things already that we can summarize and just say for listeners, unless you want to add something else. Like there was one thing that we didn't get to, which was about a forbidden food that makes your joints and your skin and your eyes, arteries, and your brain feel years younger. Is that oh, chocolate? that's the G- no, that's the G- No, I wish. No, it's hemp seed oil. Hemp seed oil. Yeah, it's anti-radiation. It's high in omega sixes. It'll get rid of your eczema and psoriasis. It's magical stuff, and it's uh, it's all over the health food stores. A tablespoon or two tablespoons a day. Oh my God. Okay. So three actionable things. Go get yourself some hemp seed oil. Hemp, hemp, hooray. That's number one. (laughs) I love it. Okay. And then the second thing that I think is super important is to turn off your Wi-Fi, get your phone out of your room, get all electronics out of your room. Especially at night. I know we're we're very, you know, how should we say this? Addicted to the Wi-Fi, but you can certainly turn it off at night. And then the third thing is probably making sure that you don't have iron, excess iron or copper in your vitamins and minerals. And number four, give blood, donate blood. You're helping others and helping yourself stay younger, longer. You know what? That's so helpful to hear. I saw that in your book and I did not, I had no clue 
no clue that that was not only beneficial for others, but yourself. It's uh, so big. I mean, you, you remember when people used to have these little leeches on them? That was very helpful because it was sucking up the excess iron, and that leads to heart disease and all kinds of degenerative issues in, turn, in terms of the brain, the liver, and the joints. So getting rid of excess iron as we get older is imperative, and you can do so by just giving blood once or twice a year. Well, I would rather give blood than put leeches on me, so I'm going to give blood. Uh, (laughs) Good choice. uh, (laughs) Okay, and Anne Louise, what inspires you? What lights you up? Oh, what lights me up? Getting up in the morning and knowing I'm I'm really inspiring other people and I'm sharing my enlightened self-interest tips and tricks to other people. Yeah. So helping other people and making lives better. Yeah. Without a doubt. Well, we talked about what's next for you and you're figuring that out. Yes. So that is to be determined, TBD. And we'll just stay tuned. To be continued, to be continued, my dear. And last question for you is who is Anne Louise Gittleman? (laughs) She's a sixth sense intuitive, medical intuitive researcher and dedicated health advocate. And she's a beautiful light in this world. My listener can't see you, but you just radiate. That's so sweet. That's so sweet at the end of the day. That's so sweet. (laughs) That's true. We are recording at the end of the day. So that's true. Well, I, I love that there are many ways to stay connected to you, to continue to learn from you and to stay up to date on your cutting edge programs. You have a website that offers videos, articles, recipes, and inspiring testimonials, which I loved. You also have your podcast, The First Lady of Nutrition, which is how you've also been called. That people can access on your website as well. And you've created an amazing exclusive private group. I don't know if that's still active. That is regular access to your guidance, training, guest videos, and so much more. It's the Anne Louise Gittleman Inner Circle. Mm -hmm. And that's still accepting new members? We certainly are. Okay, that's on your website as well. So you, the listener, you can visit annelouise.com. I'll also put that link in our show notes and you can see more about those offerings. Also, your new book, Radical Longevity, is out on May 11th. So where would you suggest we find it? I think if people go to radicallongevitybook.com, that's radicallongevitybook.com, we'll give you three free downloads that I want people to read today if they pre-order the book and then they'll get the book sent to them on May 11th. Oh, great. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. And then is there anything else that you would like to share, Anne Louise, that we did not discuss? I think we've covered everything. It's the concept that we have to revise and redefine aging and make it into a very vital, resilient, and graceful time of life. And you can do it with power, guts, and true grit. Oh, I love that. And I am so inspired. And, you know, quite honestly, I haven't been feeling so fabulous aging lately and watching my grandmother. And now I just feel incredibly inspired to take the power of my aging back and to see it with such positivity. You got it. And get some charcoal, please. (laughs) Charcoal and chocolate now that I know that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much, Anne Louise. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, meeting you and talking with you. And we have a mutual friend. Hello. Oh, we do. Giovanna. Giovanna, I love you. Giovanna Finderick. And uh, yes, Giovanna, you are very loved. <laughs> All right. I will talk to you again soon. I hope, Anne Louise. Take Many very bl- Blessings. Okay, blessings. Till 120, my friend.
There you go. <laughs> Love it. All right. Take good care. You too. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you again, Anne Louise, for being my guest today. Such an absolute treat. And I have learned so much. And I hope you, our listener, have learned so much as well. And feeling inspired to know that there are so many things that we can be doing that are simple and affordable and accessible to make our future self and the rest of our years, our days, our minutes, our seconds full of energy and vitality. And I'm really excited about that. Thank you for joining us. I hope you have enjoyed this time learning about Anne Louise's new book, Radical Longevity. And please do check out the show notes where I will be putting links for the various resources that we talked about today, including her website and her new book. I hope you also enjoyed getting to know her better and what inspires her to make lives better with her chosen path of health and wellness and for her to share her tips uh, for healthy aging. This is Trisha G. I'm signing off. Until we meet again, may you find some awe in your everyday. Hey there, and thanks for listening to this week's episode of Everyday Awesome. How lucky are we to have had this conversation today, learning, growing, and being inspired together. I am so grateful to have had this time with you. And if you like what you heard, please share it with a friend, family member, neighbor, or what the heck, share it with a stranger. (laughs) And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, suggestions for future guests you'd love to hear from, comments, or feedback for me, you can reach me directly at everydayawesomewithtrishag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and let's make every day awesome.